Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. July 27th, folks, and yes, we just cracked 35,600 on our way to 50,000. If you didn't see it yesterday, Dion and I talked about what a one rental at a time party might look like. If you haven't seen that video, it was published yesterday at 7 o'clock. Please watch that. Give us your ideas. Tell us who you want to be there as a speaker. We want to hear from you on this channel. We want to deliver for you. So we will eventually get to 50,000. That much I'm sure. Not sure how fast, but I know we will get there. So tell us in the comments below or on that video, who do you want? What do you want to do? We right now are thinking two days in Vegas. Kind of a good spot for all of you to fly to without too many connections. So let's get started. And we are going to start at the bottom because, again, earnings, earnings, earnings. Man, we got a lot of them yesterday. I took just a couple of them for you. Let's just run down the list very quickly. Microsoft missed on the top line, missed on the bottom line. Huge currency hit. Remember, Microsoft came out about 60 days ago, lowered expectations. They came in under those. However, their forecast was strong. They gave strong forward-looking guidance. So it would not shock me if Microsoft is up today. I haven't checked. Google, missed on revenue, missed on earnings slightly. YouTube ads, disappointed. You remember Meet Kevin and all these other people talking about ad revenue? Well, looks like YouTube ads, disappointed quite significantly. Visa, beat top, beat bottom. The consumers are still spending. I think we get MasterCard on Friday. So again, at least on the credit cards, we are shopping till we're dropping the K-shaped summer. Remember, American Express told us record spending on travel and entertainment. The consumer is predictable. These are all things we talked about earlier in the summer. UPS, UPS, the brown trucks, uh, beat top, beat bottom. But volume, disappointed. Folks, for me, when I hear UPS disappoint, I think Amazon might just be me, totally wrong. I'm not a stock guy. But if UPS's uh, uh, domestic volume was down 4% and international volume was down 13%, somebody got hurt. And I think Amazon's the biggest shipper, so... Would it make sense that maybe there's some pain there? Not sure. Coca-Cola, beat uh, top, beat bottom. Revenue grew 16% and upped guidance. Again, folks, this is predictable. Remember, we talked about the K-shaped summer. American Express said record spending on entertainment and events. Coca-Cola, unlike Pepsi, Coca-Cola has a huge footprint at events and concerts, and arenas. These things are predictable. So uh, Coca-Cola beat top, beat bottom. Temper Sealy. Temper Sealy is interesting to me because it's a look 
into the affluent, right? Temper Sealy mattresses, they're not cheap. They are not cheap. They are not a discount brand. Temper Sealy, miss top line, miss bottom line, and cut guidance for the year. Chipotle, Chipotle, weaker than expected sales, although their price hikes made them more profitable. Folks, Chipotle says more price hikes coming. They are raising prices again in August. Folks, this is something we've talked about on the channel quite a bit. Unfortunately, when you see PPI, producer price index, which you can think of as wholesale prices, up 11.2%, above double digits month after month after month, Companies will eat margin for a little while. The amount of CEOs and their earnings calls that saying, we give up, we have to raise prices. Folks, this ain't over. These folks looking for a bull whip and okay, clothing is not going and Walmart's discounting. Sorry, you're going to get a little haircut. You might go from 9-1 to 7-8. But inflation is going to get, or is, I should say, is much, much stickier than we all want. Then you add on top of that my belief that wage inflation is much, much worse than reported. Because again, you take wage inflation at 5.2%, you add in great resignation. I bet you wage inflation, when you added up all the truly higher wages, is north of 10%. You want to know why consumers are still shopping? Because they're changing jobs and getting paid more. It's not that hard. I don't know why the economists have not picked that up yet. Let's keep going. Hilton, beat top, beat bottom. Again, predictable. We talked about over the summer, the K-shaped summer. Folks, uh, Hilton, beat top, beat bottom, and raised guidance. Adidas. Adidas took a book from Walmart. They pre-announced a negative cut to earnings. Adidas cut 2020 forecast on slower China recovery. Folks, China is going to be in a recession. It's not going to be pretty. We have talked about China in a bad spot. They took out their technology, the zero tolerance thing, their housing market. It is ugly what is going on there. Now they're deploying tanks to protect banks. What the hell is that all about? Not good. No chance. People were talking about the Chinese system overtaking the U.S. dollar. Not going to happen. In phase, uh, strong, uh, beat top, beat bottom, strong solar demand in Europe. Go figure. Russia, again, is playing games with energy. I think this time natural gas. Yeah, it's Europe's in for a, yeah, rat, rat, you are going to likely see rationing in Europe. And that is not fun to talk about. And then one more thing, mortgage demand down again. Last week, lowest in 22 years. Down again, D- refis down 83% and purchase apps down 18%. So just a run through, lots of other earnings. Those are the ones that I noted. What's next? Let's go to China. 
we are finally seeing uh, articles that talk about the pain in China. I brought you this six or nine months ago. China real estate market. They broke the back of the consumer. The consumer in China, 70% of their retirement or their nest egg used to be in real estate. Think about that. Then you have this Evergrande and this complete and utter mismanagement. The housing market in China is now forecast to crash more than 2008. Folks, in 2008, housing transactions, again, watch that word, transactions, crashed 20%. There are now economic uh, economists saying it is going to crash at least 30%. Then they go on to say, if China values crash, which they are not yet calling for, but if values crash in China, that could be an event, a worldwide contagion. That could be bad. That could be a Lehman moment if debt in China on housing goes down or values go down. Not good. Not good. Oh, that was China here. New home sales. Sorry, I jumped ahead. New home sales down 8%. Inventory. months, and guess what happened to price? Transactions down, inventory up. Median home price up 7.4%. Transactions down, inventory up, price, median price, median price up. Sorry, sorry. I keep, I keep, yeah, sorry. All right, next. Did you know that millennials, their average net worth, let me make sure, yep, average, not median, average net worth doubled during the pandemic? Yes, folks, millennials, net worth doubled. It went from, I can't write it down, 62,758, call it 62 grand. Now, 127,793, let's call it 128. So it went from 62 grand to 128,000 in two years. That is millennials, not Gen, not uh, baby boomers, not Gen X. Millennials net worth doubled. Do you know what their largest asset value was? Real estate. If you got into the real estate market as a millennial in 18, 19, 20, 21, you benefited like everyone else. And you had a chance to refi or purchase with 30-year money sub 4%. Good for you. Congratulations. Next up, again, on this channel, we are trying to be different. We are going deep on topics. This Saturday... July 30th, we are going to go deep on pre-foreclosures. Pre-foreclosures are something that are important. You actually heard Graham Stephan in his real estate talk yesterday or maybe the day before talk about foreclosures taking 900 plus days. Let me tell you something. If you want to buy a deal in the foreclosure market, you're going to get it 
by dealing with pre-foreclosures. I have never bought a pre-foreclosure. Never. I bought foreclosures. I bought short sales. I guess a short sales pre-foreclosure now that I think of it. But I dealt directly with the bank. What is going to happen in this pre-foreclosure cycle is you are going to have to deal with homeowners. I have never done that. So what do I do? I go find an expert. He creates bonus content for my course. It's already there. And then I ask him to give me 90 minutes on a Saturday. We are bringing Ty, uh, T-Y-L-G is what he goes by. He's my Friday expert. He is coming back Saturday morning for 90 minutes. Our questions, his answers, pre-foreclosures. This is a skill and experience that I need. And I'm sure lots of you can benefit from. My students get first crack. It's like a virtual mastermind. We will do that Saturday. And then because we are doing this for all of you, it would be posted Sunday right here on this YouTube channel, 9 a.m. Pacific. So if you don't have 320 bucks, you can't join. No big deal. We will get you the replay Sunday morning. And then if that wasn't enough, we have the ADU guy. He is going to come on and talk about ADUs, accessory dwelling units, um, mother-in-law units. You know, Dion talks about this a lot in house hacking. Live in the house, have a unit in the back. They don't touch. They're not connected. He is going to come on and talk to us all things ADU, August 6th. August 6th. Yes, August 6th, one week or one week from here. The next two Saturdays, we are going deep on topics that could change your life. Again, recessions are where you make moves. It's where the rich get wealthy. It's where you can change your life. But you have to skill up. I have bought a lot of real estate. I have never done a pre-foreclosure. We are going to learn together. I have been struggling to get an ADU bill. I'm clearly not doing it right. I've spent 12 grand and I'm still stuck my third revision. So you know what? I'm going to go find somebody that's an expert and we are going to learn together. And of course, we will give it away on YouTube. That's what we do here at One Rental at a Time. A couple other things to talk about I noted. Bill Ackman. I don't really like agreeing with Bill Ackman. It makes me feel icky, but I have to agree with him here. He thinks that the Fed is going to have to keep rates higher longer than Wall Street expects. I am in that camp as well. U.S. consumer confidence at a record low, down again. Uh, what else do we got? Jim Rogers predicting the worst bear market of his lifetime. That doesn't make you feel good because I think Jim Rogers is in his 70s. So if he's saying it's his worst bear market, he has seen some stuff. But again, he's kind of always a, he's kind of, a, he kind of leans bearish. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think he leans bearish. He's saying that stocks could go, many stocks, not all, many stocks could go down 70 to 90%. We could, this, Jim, this is a bold call. I don't see it, but we could see. Jim Rogers thinks we could have double digit interest rates. That, that would hurt. That would be different. Again, he says, I don't know how you solve inflation without economic pain. 
that much I agree with. And I think that is something we learned in the 80s. And again, a lot of data in the housing spreadsheet for you. So, folks, I hope you have a wonderful day. It is Wednesday, July 27th. Uh, we have, uh, should be Anna Kelly uh, at 8 o'clock. I didn't confirm, but I think we're good. I have a surprise guest at 9, and then Matt, the mortgage guy at 10. Lots of great content coming your way. Also, Valuetainment. I have done a four-part series on Valuetainment's real estate crash video. Thanks to Millennial Mike. Shout out, Millennial Mike. Two of those videos have aired already. One more airs today at 9 a.m. And then the final one airs tomorrow at 9 a.m. Again, shout out for Millennial Mike for doing all the heavy lifting and parsing up. I really appreciate you. Thank you for adding value to the channel. Take care, everyone. Have fun. Bye.